Ah yes, and that's the signal yet again every week that uh, you're listening to Two Smoking Guns with Scotty and Rutsy and I'm just going to bounce straight into it because the weather is just magnificent, we're, we're all up and about, um, so it's a grand hello to you Rutsy. We've had a great week, hey? oh, a good couple of days couple haven't of we days. at least, hey? And we're, everyone's up and about. It's been Freedom Week in our place. Freedom Week? It's been Freedom Week. Oh, you've been, have you been out and about? Well, we have been out and about. <laughs> we have, I had a funny story for you uh, on, on last Saturday. Yes. Uh, I was at lunch in the city. Ah. So the city, what a concept. Yes. And we were upstairs on Burke Street. I think I saw a picture. You might have seen this on my socials. (laughs) (laughs) Your socials entered my phone. It was one of the sort of the clashes of cultures or the sort of... I'll paint the picture for the listeners. We were upstairs at a very fancy restaurant. No names, no pack Yeah, no names, no pack But we're in an upstairs room, lovely room. We had a lovely day. We did not miss (laughs) anything. And we look out the door, we see all these police... Um, sirens coming up Burke Street and then we see we look out and we see thousands of people marching protesting protesting about what? Well, we had to. We opened the windows. <laughs> oh, this is a fancy <laughs> to understand uh, what the commotion was about and some of their chants. And the prevailing chant when we opened the windows yes. was blank Dan Andrews. Oh, and it wasn't thanks Dan Andrews. Oh. It was. Yeah. Muck on the pluck, uh, uh, Dan Andrews. And so there wasn't, um, when do we want it now? No, well, <laughs> funny you mentioned that. Because uh, the, there's a couple of likely lads I was having lunch with right. who'd had a gin and tonic or three. <laughs> who started to join in the chanting. Oh, stop it. And by, by, at which time, a couple of the protesters looked up and they gave us a thumbs up. We're giving them a thumbs up. We're joining in the oh. reciprocity of the chant. And then one of my blokes goes with, when do we want it? <laughs> and I looked at him and said, what's that about? He said, that's what you say, protests, <laughs> don't you? Right. When do we want it now? And everyone was beckoning for us to come down and join them oh, on their march up we'll, to the parliament steps. We'll be right. <laughs> and we said, we're quite comfortable here. <laughs> it took us a few months to get this booking. Uh, and uh, the, the G&Ts are going down, uh, all right. And then... We're sort of laughing and joking about that. And then, of course, um, just as we uh, we sort of finished and it started to, you know, sort of drip, you know, the, the, the crowd started just to thin out a bit. Yep. It started raining. Oh, did it? So we thought, no, we're definitely going down there now. Oh, so we wow. shut the windows back and there we go. So wow. you probably saw that on a couple of the, the girls filmed it and put it on. And yes, I did see that. It was that. just one of those. We were like we were like those two two old guys at the Muppets sitting in the stalls. <laughs> Remember them? Yes. The grumpy two old guys. Yes. We were sitting up there going, oh, look at these protesters go. Rah, but rah, rah. Good on them. <laughs> it was a peaceful protest and the cops were there, but they weren't engaging with the crowd. So it was all very, very tame. Right, and it was all obviously in support of the uh, the dictator's new attempt to take over uh, well, Victoria with an iron fist. Is is that going to get uh, is that going to get leaked? I think he's going to push it through, isn't really? he? Which is quite absurd because the really? the outcry this week has not been from the public per se. No, it's been from QCs and barristers and solicitors yes. and others defenders of yes. law. Yes, um, who are basically all of the very firm opinion that this is a, st- a step too far. And, a, and, a, and an absolute 
uh, affrontery to the democratic process. It sort so, of smells a bit like sm- that. Well, to me, Scotty, <laughs> it does not pass the pub test. Ah, well. If you went into most pubs, yes. people would say, yeah. nah, I re- nah, I don't reckon it smells right. Nah, I reckon nah. that's a bit too far. And I reckon if it looks like a duck, yeah. and it walks like a duck, <laughs> and it sounds like a duck, it's a duck. Well, there was a lot of words that sounded like duck at the protest. <laughs> Let me tell you. Possibly why I chose a duck. Yes, correct. <laughs> anyway, well, so... Look, speaking uh, of... Um, speaking so, you've, uh, so you've recovered from that uh, soiree. Yeah. yeah, we have. We have. It took me a while. Uh, it was a rather... It was Very a full day good. on the Saturday. We, we we did not miss, as I said before. Uh, well done. And we, uh, well it was great to, to see hospitality back and working at its finest, the particular restaurant we're in, yep. the owner of which came upstairs and, and, and had a chat to us, a lovely man. Yep. So uh, had a good day. Good. Had a good day. Well um, recovered on the Sunday. Yes. Um, and here we, you know, and, uh, you know, we're going to have a few things on the last couple of days. Yeah, but a couple of things. I yep. think there's a lot of people out and about. And the weather's been good, as you said, and we've had race meetings, and oh, it's well, been fabulous. And I'll tell you what I know. Well, I got confused, because I thought um, Halloween was meant to be last Saturday night. No, and I saw fact, them I was, last was, night, was, or was Sunday out, night or something. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was out yesterday afternoon, and I, I, this will be a, a, a little point. Sunday afternoon, you mean? Yeah, I think yeah. it was, yeah. So anyway, I had to go and see my mum, and... Uh, is, it, is, it, is it on a... Because I... I mean, I'm not a Halloween fan. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. I think it's an American thing that somehow yep. morphed into into over here. And I think it's a great opportunity to sell stuff that we don't really don't need. Yes. But um, is it on a particular date, is it? I believe it is. You don't just pick, oh, this is no, the weekend we're having. Oh, right. No, okay. I believe it is a particular, because I know... Dictated to by the Yanks, probably. When the kids were young, it'd be... It's Tuesday night. It's Halloween. It's like uh, no, it's yeah. school night. No, it's a cool. I can't go out in the school <laughs> night dressed but as I'll a pumpkin. But I tell you what, I have noticed this year. It's gone completely off the oh, chart. It's gone, it's gone really mental. Now I think that's probably because people have been in lockdown and they've well, they've sudden, gone mental. Well, the shops opened up on Friday, yeah. and then people could actually go and buy stuff instead of doing it online. Fair enough. But I've been, I've been past fences that have got giant spiders and oh, bodies hanging upside down, and you know, there's there's more white stuff, more white stuff all over everything that I've ever seen. I've, we've it's got, gone really. We've gone from fences being painted in Melbourne demons colours. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> to tarantulas and yeah, and um, we, we've gone from putting ghosts, a, putting and... a pumpkin on our front doorstep to, <laughs> to <laughs> completely embracing this thing. It would seem, but anyway, Halloween. Well, um, you know, good luck to people yeah. if they. If hey, now can I happens. can I just I want to give a shout out and 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 as I said to you just a second ago, I I had to go and see my mum um, on the weekend, <clears throat> and she had a uh, she had a branch. That had fallen down in the storms. Oh, of course. Yes, yes. Well, anyway, well, we haven't said, talked about those. <clears throat> no. My God. I mean, how was that? What that was, was that? That was almost. Um, that was like the fifth horse of the apocalypse yeah, riding I was in. Say, it's the, uh, that was almost apocalyptic. Yeah. It was uh, incredible. Um, so, Mum said, oh, I've got a little branch that's coming. A little <laughs> branch. A little branch. You know. So, when Mum said. The bough of a tree. Yeah. Mate, I said, I'll get round there. Uh, having noticed all the kids on the way doing yeah. Halloween, that's when I noticed them. Um, so I get round there, and by God, there's this. It it had to be almost thirty centimeters in diameter, yeah. you know, and it was just the an arm of a the whopper. tree, right? A whopper. So it's fallen from about eight meters. I've then deduced that it has fallen on her house, 
Oh. And then bounced off the house. Bounced off the roof. And then it bounced off the roof, bounced onto the fence, crushed the fence, but it's actually made damage in the roof. Anyway, so I said, um, and, and mum hadn't noticed it. So I said, we got some, I think there's some, you know, I mean, like rain today possibly and tomorrow yeah, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Um, but so I said, mum, I, I don't know how much damage there is. And she, the roof's actually quite high. So I'm, I'm, I'm skipping around to you didn't get up a ladder did you no Scotty? so Good. no now you know the rule We're too yeah. old for well, once you get over 50 you don't climb no ladders, ladders right no. no ladders anyway so we had cause to ring the SES. i said mum maybe you just need to get yes. the SES, right yes. and they can come and put maybe a little bit of a tarp over it so you don't get any more damage and when the rain's going to come today and tomorrow then you know your, your ceiling will be okay yeah, and good. then anyway but the point of my story well, they would have been busy people well let me tell you it took me about 20 minutes to get through to them, yeah. right? Yep. And they said, you know, it was, they're still dealing with lots of stuff, I'm sure. Hmm. There's still people who haven't got power. Yeah, from that's true. Week, that's right? true. Um, anyway, so I got through and got into this tr- tremendous young fellow. And he just went through all the details. And I said, I'm calling on behalf of my mum. And this is where she lives. And he dialed her up and got all the details. He goes, yep, no worries. He said, we, we've logged it. And it's in the system. Hmm. And I went... Okay. okay, it's in the system. It's in so, the system. So it'll be sometime this week. The check's right? in the mail. Anyway, half an hour later, I get another phone call. Yeah. So I've left all my details. Oh, this is Brian here from the SES. I'm in the area. Yeah, um, I just uh, just want to get a couple more details if I can. Yeah. La, 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 la. Uh, gave him all that. And then he said, uh, oh, just to let you know, uh, you can let your mum know. Um, we reckon we'll probably get there about 530 Oh, what? And um, you That's know, great and will she be home that we can get access? I said, "Yep, absolutely." So I've got through ripping good bloke to begin with. Got the follow up phone call to then get a text from a mother saying, six very handsome young men <laughs> in fluoro in fluoro jackets have just been to my house and put a tarpaulin over my room." Unexpected birthday and present. I just said. Well done, you, Mum. So, well, that's um, a shout out then to the SES. So, I want to give a really big shout out because I reckon if the ambulance service could run half as efficiently, <laughs> <laughs> but if I just—I've never had cause to, to ring them. No, but I want to give them a really big shout out because they do tremendous work. But that system was absolutely roll gold. It's good, so to good to see. It's good to see, yep. isn't it? Something yep. works properly as it's, 100%, as it's, as it's mate, supposed to. So, yep, she is six handsome young men. Six handsome <laughs> Would have made her day. Oh, just, hey? just left it at that. She probably signed the calendar <laughs> for her no, on the way out. She's gone to the other side of the house to make a hole in the other end. <laughs> <laughs> Cup of tea, lads. <laughs> I've got cake this time. <laughs> So anyway. uh, we should just acknowledge, and uh, if, if uh, uh, unless you've been living on another planet, uh, there's been a few people departed, oh, dearly departed this week. Yes. So we won't uh, we won't bang on about it because um, uh, the, all the media has done it. But Bert Newton, what a legend of a bloke! Extraordinary. He would be in our lifetimes probably the greatest Australian entertainer. Oh, I yes. couldn't think of anyone. I mean, there's probably a couple, a couple up there and around him. Yeah, I mean, you got but the Graham Kennedy. You got the, the Graham world, Kennedy, but, but, but then Bert went long, on from that and on correct, from that again. That's what I mean. Yeah, know, correct. So. so in terms of longevity and yeah, um, he was he was a he was an inspiration to a lot of the yep. current crop of comedians and hosts yep. and, uh, and and MCs and the like. Yep. Uh, and I'll tell you what I did see the other night. I think it might have been Sunday. 
My mind. Yeah, they had a tribute. Oh, they had a tribute. tribute I watched it. Yeah, on Sunday. I watched it. Yeah, correct. And obviously they had it in the can. They'd done it a while back waiting because I probably knew he wasn't great. Yes. But it was very impressive. Uh, had a lot of talking heads on it, yes. if, if you saw it. And um, some of his antics, especially when he did the wheel and the costumes and all oh, that sort yeah. of gear, was absolutely fantastic. It's, it's that slapstick stuff, that yeah, slapstick comedy, great. but that physical flat. Yes. You know, you know falling over yeah. and getting pies in his face. Oh, great stuff. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Yeah, no. It so we, we, we chuckled along and uh, that was a lovely, uh, lovely little tribute. So well done to the network that put that together. Yes. But um, yeah, very, very sad. But, yeah. um, look, you know, Blake wasn't well for a while, so, you know, valet. <laughs> valet, he's in hospital all year, poor Blake. Yeah, well, and in fact... Uh, we had a couple of cricketers yeah, go as well we, this we, week. We did, actually. It's been a bad week for Australian cricketers, old Australian cricketers. because we lost. We lost a guy, just recent, Peter Philpot. we lost. Yes. We lost uh, Ashley Mallett. Yeah, yes. And Alan Davidson, and Alan who Davidson. was a very, very fine yeah, bowler. Yeah, Yep. And in fact... Um, I just want to give a quick shout out um, uh, because, um, sadly, a couple of days ago, there was also the passing of Mr. Noel Gould, yeah, um, who uh, was a stalwart uh, and, uh, and larger than life in the motor industry. In the motoring uh, motor um, industry, and uh, a good friend of um, a friend of the program. Here. Yeah, yeah, Johnny and uh, John and. Uh, so to John and Joy and to all of the Gould family, our deepest um, sympathies and condolences on um, on the very sad passing of Noel. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that was... Not uh, a good week. Not no, a good week. it seems as though that might have come out a little bit out of left field because people oh, okay. were quite, um, quite, shocked. quite shocked. So, anyway, uh, but, um, our, our thoughts. What, I, I just might, by way of, before I move on... Um, okay. Did you know they used to call Ashley Mallett Rowdy? Rowdy. Yeah, because oh. he never said anything in the change room. Oh, right. So this is this great Australian tradition that we have yes. of, of, of nicknaming somebody. Yes. You know, like Blue, when they've got red yeah, hair red and, hair. Yeah, and all right. those sorts of things. And it reco- I recalled, this has got to be last year sometime we talked about nicknames. If yes. oh, I Ages ago. Yeah. Ages ago. A few shows back. But, um, but it just, oh, just a couple that I recall that we spoke about yes. was the, uh, the footballer. Red-headed bloke playing local footy. They called him Dubbo because Dubbo's near Orange. <laughs> <laughs> we did do this a long time this. ago. But and then a, the other good. bloke, there was a bloke who had one arm shorter than the other and they called him Clock. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one, I know you remember oh. this one. It was a, it was a bloke, there's a story from a guy. He was in the army. And this bloke stole a huge roll of lino floor covering. Yes. And sold it off. And for many years after, because he got court martialed, he got busted. Yes. He was known in the barracks as Lino Richie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so there's a bloke called Bungalow, because yes. he's got nothing upstairs. <laughs> there's a bloke called Pothole. <laughs> Because everybody tries to avoid him. <laughs> Is a bloke called Chernobyl? Because oh, he was no. a disaster. Oh, <laughs> a bloke was called Beer Bottle yeah. because he was empty from the neck up. Is <laughs> a bloke called Showbag oh. because he was full of full of crap. <laughs> full of crap. Whisper. 
Yeah. Never shouts a drink. Yeah. Blisters. Oh, yeah. Only shows up after the work's done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and true. this was my all-time favourite nickname of all time. My, this is my absolute number one by Country Mile. The bloke called The Exorcist. Yeah. Because he never left a party till all the spirits were gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great nickname, the Exorcist. The Exorcist. Oh, you should be. A, you should make a T-shirt. I'm sure, <laughs> yes. The Exorcist. I reckon. Anyway, uh, mate, we'll uh, we'll take a quick um, quick uh, breath while we yes. think of some other nicknames, <laughs> and we'll be right right back. Right on, mate. And yeah, we're still having a bit of a laugh off here <laughs> on the guns about those nicknames. You're going to get an Exorcist T-shirt. Yeah, well, I, I think I might. I think I might make a T-shirt line so called the Exorcist. I've just got all these visions of different oh, things. Talk about parties. Um, there's a young fellow who plays for Collingwood who's been on the party rampage bus <sighs> over in the states. Mate, he's, he's this in a guy. How stupid is this bloke? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Dugowie. So, Crikey, so Moses. He's, ver- he's verbaled someone, but then he's no. allegedly manhandled well, Whether someone. it's him or his partner, I mean, it's subject to a police investigation, so we need to be a bit careful. Yeah, well, allegedly. But really, so. um, this is a bloke who's had a fair few chances. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he's paid good coin, and he was sent over there with special permission to do some promotional work and uh, under the promise that he was going to keep himself in good nick. And probably paid From what I've seen on the film clips, he was in good nick. (laughs) Well... If you're a professional party-goer. Well, apparently he was arrested in his dressing gown. (laughs) (laughs) And he said that was his Halloween outfit or something. Oh, well, yeah. Um, mate, he's in a world of pain. He's in a world because, of pain. Uh, some of the minor discrepancies mm. have a jail term if yes. he's found guilty. Yes, well. Um, and one of the other ones has a longer a one. A longer one. If so, yeah, no, he's in a bit of trouble. Um, yeah. As is um, the very vocal yeah, member for Q, <laughs> who um, went out and had a couple and stuck his car on a wall. Is that Tim Snipped? Yeah. <laughs> so he's... Uh, He's managed to derail his career he as well. Stuck it through a fence and into somebody's house where there were children Cr- sleeping at legends. Um, so not yeah. t- not too clever on behalf of both those gents. Well, not I too think clever that's, at all. Um, that's career possibly ending, career defining uh, certainly. <laughs> Would he be made to go away and reflect on his? Um, future in I, politics. I think that's the term you use. Is that the terminology? Yes, reflect on you your future. You might want to go and reflect. Yes, a period of reflection. And not come back. <laughs> Followed by some feedback from his peers. Uh, yes. And his boss. And his boss. Uh, his boss, I think, is uh, a little bit angry. Yes, I think so. Um, I think so. Sorry, I just want to go back over. Those names were tremendous. Yes, you like those. I love those. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, um, uh, and not to uh, not to take anything away from that, but the, the, there's a couple here. Oh, um, yes. This is a great so, story. Uh, Bill, they're Belgian. They're Belgian, were they? Belgian couple. Gwenny Blackencart mm-hmm. and Marino. Oh, hang on. Yeah, that's Marie- why I've, that's Marino- why I've left this story to you. Marino Venino. Marino Venino. Oh, what a name is that? <laughs> MV. <laughs> I didn't even pick that up earlier. Marino Venino. So they've got uh, 11 children, seven girls and four boys. They've been busy. Uh, you, well, not only that, but they've named them using only four letters. <laughs> All of them. All of them. <laughs> God. Which actually has... What were um, the letters they used? Um, a, B, C, a, and D. E, L, and X. A, so e, I'm tipping one of them's called Alex. Well, Alex. Get, but right, let me, a, let me that, think about how many I can get out of that. Alex. Alex. Because I used to do these word, you know, oh, word you? puzzles. Oh, yeah? 
Alex. Yes. Oh, Axel. Axel. Yes. Then, then, then I've got nothing. Lexa. Le- Lexa's not a real name. Lexa. Lexa. Right. Now is now. I guess. Uh, uh, XL. <laughs> Zeal. Zeal. Now Zeal. You know, it's, it's probably one of those names where the X is actually pronounced as a Z. Oh. You know what I mean? X E A L or something. It's X E A L. And then you've got Exler. And then you've got Leeks. <laughs> and then you've got Zale. And then Elax. Oh, God. And six month old Alks. <laughs> anyway. Now. She's announced that they're over the moon as they await the arrival of their yet-to-be-named 12th child. 12th child? <laughs> oh, In all, the four letters allow for 24 name variations, but Quinny says she's no plan to use them all. Oh, <laughs> oh no. So she's only... Fit- some of those combinations don't even really make any yeah, but sense at all. But I mean, Alex and Axel are the only two that really would make any sort of sense. Lexa works. Lexa works at a level. At a level. Is that like Alexa? Like what, that Alex talking thing? I don't know. Elax? Elax probably works. <laughs> yeah, but hang on. If you've got Elon Musk naming his kid with digits, digits and symbols. <laughs> Bitcoin they, symbols. These, these people are about as sane as they come. Crikey. So that's anyway, that's, uh, that's a pretty interesting variation. It is I an mean, interesting we, variation. We have bogan names. and Oh, we, we love a name. We, lo- we love a we name love of a things. Name so um, anyway, but still. Good the, story. I like it the, because I like name stories. Well, I'll tell you what. And still the best piece for me is... Marino Vanino. <laughs> sounds like Mario Milano. Yeah, I know, he sounds as he should be a wrestler. That, yes. It's Marino Vanino. It's Marino Vanino. <laughs> now, so um, you just mentioned Elon Musk. Yeah. and uh, The Musk Man. This guy, the Musk Man. Yes. Um, What's he done now? He, we, we, look, he, he, he keeps he, going up to space. He, keep having, he keeps <laughs> having a crack, this bloke, and I like yeah, it. Yeah, he does. Because he's got the. The Tesla company. He's yep. got, now he's got SpaceX. He's which got is some the kahunas too, I reckon. He's got massive kahunas. But he's he's working on this thing called Starlink. Right. Which he, he says can deliver internet at speeds significantly faster than the NBN. <laughs> Wouldn't so, be hard. Wouldn't be hard. I <laughs> know, oh, snails. That... <laughs> so what he's, what he's been doing, Scotty, is yes. he's been rolling out his satellite internet service called Starlink. Yep. In Australia since this year, earlier this year, yep. right? So what he's got is he sticks all these um, these satellites in low orbit. Yes. They're not going deep orbit. Yep. And he's delivering speeds that, well, and it's only in test beta phase. They call it beta phase. Right. But where where um, where you'd normally get speeds of maybe you know fifty um, mbps or whatever that is, what megabits or whatever it is. Yep. Uh, he's give, getting up to two hundred, three hundred. Wow. So he's getting significant speeds. Um, and he's delivering it in regional Australia as well, where they have problems with the NBN. <laughs> Cables don't go that Cables far. Cables don't go that far. <laughs> so I thought this was pretty interesting because what you're talking about is is satellite bouncing yep. down the you know the Correct. internet as yep. opposed to cables. 100%. And it makes lot, it all it makes sense in the world sense. to me. Yes. Um, and they, are, they can work in any weather. Um, and they um, they can connect into the broader internet. So I, I, he's onto something here. There's a huge, I've read a huge couple of articles about it on the weekend. But um, 
he's already the richest guy in the world through yeah. his cars and his stuff. But yeah. this SpaceX thing and this Starlink thing right. could could make him the it, basically the the fastest internet guy going around. There's only one problem with that, isn't there? So that means that he'll come onto our doorstep, deliver something that's magnificent, and we'll just tear up $1.3 billion From, on another project, on another project. that's, that's going to be defunct. <laughs> What's well, interesting, right? I think I just think it's fascinating. This this um, makes a whole lot of sense. You know, if you remember the days of the ADSLs, <laughs> you might, <laughs> so he's he's delivering stuff a hundred times faster, right? So yep. the only issue at the moment is price and all that sort of stuff, right? Because um, he's he's his sign up rates and stuff are a bit high because his satellites aren't cheap. <laughs> because his satellites aren't cheap, and he's trying to make some money. I assume being a commercial businessman. Well. But interesting, right, that we might be getting our internet instead of beep, beep, ADSL and our cables yeah. and stuff. We might be getting it from Spaceman. Well, that just makes, makes a, sense. Makes a whole lot of sense to me. So makes sense. What, what I find confusing is, could we not have thought about that 10 years ago? Would have thought so. <laughs> like we're putting stuff up into space well, it's like for what, a long um, time. It's like we're having a chat, um, <gasps> and it's not my gag because I think... Uh, one of our dear friends of the program who runs the radio station that more people listen to than ours uh, <laughs> said this, but I'll... Um, <laughs> um, no, no, you know, we talked about the Michelin thing, yes. the quarantine yes. centre, which is now going to be the biggest white elephant next to the desalination plant that was built by Braxy. Yes. Um, but that's going to be, according to Roscoe, the epidemiologist's retirement home. <laughs> because after COVID, all these epidemiologists, oh. and two years ago we didn't even know what they were no. or even how to pronounce epidemiologist. Or spell it. Now they're everywhere. <laughs> There's whole careers for them. And they'll all be retired oh, and put out the pasta seriously. and they can go and live in Mickleham. <laughs> Where there's no gas. Where there's no gas. <laughs> <laughs> but they'd get good internet if they oh, get, uh, get Musk's they, they internet. Get musky involved. Yeah. Oh, now, mate, I, I do. Um, I did want to say to you. Yes. Last week we played some Elvis on the show. We did. And you said to me yes. that you loved Tom Jones. Yeah, a big fan of Tom. And we played a brief snippet of, of a song that you love. Green, green grass of mine. Yes, and I'm going to play yep. it again today in, 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 in its entirety. Really? Yes, I am. But I did some research on it. The song was actually written by a guy, a guy called Curly Putman Jr. Yes. in 1965 before El Tomo. Yep. Had a big hit with it in 1966. Global hit. 1966, incidentally, yeah, yeah. was when the Saints won the flag. Yeah, so that's correct. how long ago it is. <laughs> Memory. But um, it's a lovely story. And if you listen to the lyrics, yes. I think you have mm. several times. So mm. it's basically a story about a man returning to his childhood home for what seems to be his first visit there since leaving in his youth. When he steps down from the train, his parents are there and his beloved Mary comes to join him. Correct. Um, they stroll amongst the monuments of his childhood, including the old oak tree, feeling that it's good to touch the green, green grass of home. But mid-song, and look, listen out for this. Ah, yes. It's it's uh, the the man who's singing switches from song to speak, speak, speech, speaking. The four grey walls. That and me. he sees four grey walls surrounding him and realizes that he's in prison. He's in jail. Yes, correct. As he resumes singing, we learn that the man is waking on the day of his scheduled execution. Absolutely. He sees a guard and a sad old padre who will walk him to his execution at daybreak. Arm and arm. And then he will return home in the shade of that old oak tree. Yes. As they lay me beneath 
Yeah. The old oak tree. So uh, I thought yeah. that was quite touching. Oh, so it's there's a yeah, it's a story within a story. Story within so, a story. So yeah. I thought we'd it's, give it a rip. It's, it's magnificent. We give yeah, it a rip today. Yeah. See goosebumps already. Oh, lovely. So. <laughs> well, here we go. Ah. The old hometown looks the same As I step down from the train And there to meet me Is my mama and papa Down the road I look And there runs Mary Hair of gold and lips like cherries It's good to touch the green, green grass of home Yes, they'll all come to meet me Arms reaching, smiling sweetly It's good to touch the green, green grass of home The old house is still standing Though the paint is cracked and dry And there's that old oak tree That I used to play on Down the lane I walk With my sweet Mary Hair of gold and lips like cherries It's good to touch the green, green grass of home Then I awake and look around me At four grey walls that surround me And I realize, yes, I was only dreaming For there's a God a sad old portrait On and on We'll walk At daybreak Again I'll touch The green, green grass Of home Yes, they'll all Come to see me In the shade Of that old oak tree As they lay me Green, green grass of home. Oh. It is absolutely yeah. one of the most magnificent good. songs of all time. How good. Hey? You've got goosebumps. Oh, mate, oh that's have. great. It's it a great t- song. It does it every time to me. It's, uh, yeah, as I say, I've got, there's a bit of a personal connection as well. But, it's a great but song. But I, I could just listen to it. I could listen song to it every day for the rest of my life. Once song within a song. Hey? This song within a song. Thank you to you. That's magnificent. There you go, mate. That's beautiful. It's my gift to you. That is magnificent. Um, well, speaking of sort of connecting. And, yes. Um, we spoke uh, last week about... You know the importance of connecting, and we spoke about the fact that we've still been able to come and do our little show and be together, and you know have a laugh, and you know and, yeah. and look forward to yeah. that. 
Um, so there was another piece that caught my eye, and it was um, and it was really quite interesting because it uh, and it's and it's really quite true, and I just want to share this with you. So um, during curfews and inconsistent rules over the last eighteen months, the fabric of our community has been ripped to shreds. Uh, a bit like Bruce Banner's shirt when he transformed into the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> when enraged, agitated, or frustrated. <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty good opening. Uh, in particular, uh, no, so as our state reopens, we emerge from our COVID-crowded caves. Yes. And in particular, our children will need to learn again just what it means to live within a community and how to connect with others. Yeah, fair and enough. That's very true. Yep. I think it's very true. I mean, so many children born in the last 18 months have not even met grandparents. And, and laid eyes on them. Very true. Um, and extended family, primary and secondary age children have not been able to go to school and engage in sporting and social groups. Meanwhile, adults, young and old, have no social engagement and many of us are feeling discontented and discombobulated. Oh, it's a good word. It's <laughs> oh, my word of the day. Discombobulated. Discombobulated. So confused you, and bewildered. Are you feeling discombobulated? On a regular basis. <laughs> anyway. Connection is the key to mental health and well-being, and here, here to that. Um, to feel connected to others, we need uh, compassion and kindness, and we do this through empathy and the ability to put ourselves in another person's shoes and understand why they have particular feelings. Um, anyway, so I just thought that's a pretty good piece um, uh, to, to focus on, and, and a lot of that sort of rang true. So um, Very good. Um, get back out. Ring Get people. back out, ring people, support yep. people, talk yep. to people. Yep. We'll go, and, uh, we'll go and talk to a couple of the people that are important to our station right now. Scotty. Oh, okay. okay. Over to them. Over to them. And connection. Back with we're two smoking guns. We're back connected. <laughs> so we've connected with a few people just there. Did you put the plug back in? I put you? the plug back in. We're connected again. <laughs> um, so um, um, yeah. we're talking about Halloween before. Um, yeah, we were. And I don't really want to um, promote it too much. How we thought it had gone bunter. But there was a story of a driver. I think this is in... Um, I think this was in... It's in Canada. Yep. I think. Yep. He was asked to remove Halloween decorations from his car by police in British Columbia, which is Canada, yes. because they were too scary. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that would be the point of them. Scotty. I, I saw one yesterday that had that ghoulish ghost mask driving a car. <laughs> Don't worry about Canada. It was East Boundary Road, mate. <laughs> so um, the police received a complaint uh, that a parked car had helped me on its side in duct tape and was also decorated in fake blood. Oh. A hand hanging out the back of the boot or something. So uh, they found the owner, 36-year-old man, who agreed to remove the decorations in case they triggered more calls to police. Oh. So he's gone and done his car Halloween trick, and it was a bit too scary. Too scary. Too scary. Right. Oh, they scare easily in Canada. Uh, uh, imagine if somebody said to the boys that created all the Saw movies, "Yeah, it's a bit gruesome. It's a bit gruesome. That's a bit scary. It's the <laughs> point. Could you tell it's the whole point. It's the, the point. point. The whole point. And nothing <laughs> and but, nothing the, but point. the point. Oh, anyway. Hey, um, have you got uh, you got a couple of shekels left over from uh, from the races? Yeah, oh, mate. I was flying earlier in the spring carnival. Yep. But the last couple of weekends have uh, brought you back to. Well, they brought me back to. Brought, uh, back. brought me back to reality. Well, in Certainly. fact, I, I'll tell you what. Um, I, I think I shared with you um, uh, some mail. I'll put mail, it, yeah. mail that I yeah. got. Yeah, the mail I got from you. 
you could have wiped your backside with it, I reckon, (laughs) and it would have been more useful. (laughs) So I've gone back to old mate and said, uh, two winners out of 20 races and a couple of places. Oh, well done, you. (laughs) I said, do we get a free hit at Cup Day? He goes, that's punting, mate. That's punting. (laughs) Happy punting. He goes, Oh, nobody complains when I tip 10 winners. Um, no names, no pack so drill. when do you do that? So so I signed up with this bloke. Yeah. So it cost me 15 bucks, right? Yeah. So 10 bucks for the Melbourne and 5 bucks for Rose Hill. And he got all these tips through and he, you know, he had all these horses. Yeah, saw it. And the odds were quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Can I you sent it to me. <laughs> can I tell you? I'm still bleeding. Can you tell? Can I tell you the only one saving grace? Yeah. My children came over. I didn't have a bed all day. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually went through the form. I went I through the result. You, I thought he was all right because well, race one. Yeah, he tipped last fan, Saturday. Fangirl one. Yeah, yeah fan was yeah. favourite. Favourite. But race one in, in Rose Hill got up too. Got I up. thought. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, that's right. This bloke's good. Yeah. Then donuts. Yeah. Then. Absolutely pineapple for the rest of the day. No, I, 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 I had a couple of bets early, but then, the, as I say, my children came over and actually convinced me to watch a movie. So, oh, and then I was doing other things, racing around the house. So, uh, well, it's sad you don't have as much as many shekels as you'd like post um, punting, yes. because um, Penfolds, yes. which would be a name you'd be familiar with. I had one recently for my birthday. Ah, very yes, good. Yes, it was lovely too. Very good. Uh, Penfolds will on Monday release Australia's most expensive single bottle of wine. Really? It's called the Penfolds G5. The G5. The G5, right? Is that short for Grange? Uh, Oh, don't worry about that. Um, It's a blend of five vintages of its flagship Grange. Wow. In the one bottle. Wow. I'm going to save the cost of it to the end. Oh, yeah. Penfold's chief winemaker, Peter Gago, uh, expects G5 will sell out quickly. Yeah. Because it contains wine from the most prized 210, 212, 214 and 216 Grange vintages that were each awarded a perfect 100-point score from Australian and international critics. Wow. So Penfolds five, G5. Five vintages blended. Yeah, blended. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Penfolds G5 also contains a component of the 218 Grange that will not be released until August next year. Right. So you're going to get a sneak so a sniff. Sneak, <laughs> sneak, sneak sniff. sniff. Uh, Mr. Kago said only 2,200 bottles of Penfolds G5 would be available globally. That's because only that amount of people can afford them. That makes it ultra rare. And the collector's item, he said, expensive. the release of the Penfolds G5 coincides with the Granger's 70th anniversary. Ah, and in order for you, you to um, purchase. Uh, purchase one of those, yes. you need to outlay 3,500 shekels. Really? Three and a half grand. That's it's actually not, that's not too bad. It's not too ridiculous. It's bad, but it's not too my, ridiculous. If my family are listening, Christmas is and around that's the right. corner. I was going to say, if, <laughs> if if you really want... Now, uh, what's interesting... It's the price is, of a small car. <laughs> <laughs> or a lawyer for half a day. Um, uh, what's interesting is they don't talk about whether you should drink it now. Or whether oh, this no, should it'll be, be something, a put away for 40 you'd years. Put away, for sure. What, for 30 or 40 years? Well, depending on those, those vintages <laughs> that you mentioned. Yeah, 210, 12, 14, We'd probably 16. have a. a there'd be a recommended. 20, 30 years? Oh, yeah, probably. At least 20 years, yeah. Right. So, 
give that you means an example. It's 20, I had, 40 to I had a friend. 20, 50. I, did I tell you the story? I had a friend um, who rang me up out of the blue. Um, hadn't caught up since um, now that we had, when we had freedom. Yes. We could. He said, oh, I've got a bottle of wine I want to drink with you. I think he did. And I went. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. said, it's a Penfold 707 from oh. 1989. Oh, I said, come yeah. around now. <laughs> Bring two straws. Bring two straws. <laughs> Uh, I said, well, I'm cooking dinner. We're cooking dinner. Oh, man. Uh, so he came around. Um, I decanted it, took the cork out, cook was fine. So we was kept it? it properly. Took me three hours probably to decanter just to get the nose right. Right. It was beautiful. Really? It was stunning. And the price of said bottle, because he took it, he did take it to Dan's or one of those places and said, what do I do with this? And yeah. the guy said, you could sell it or you could drink it. But if yeah. you're going to drink it, drink it now. Yeah, right. It's, it's at the edge of its... She's so, ready. Twelve hundred buck bottle. Whoa! Most expensive bottle of wine I've ever drank in my whole whoa, days. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So I was very happy. It was just yeah. a few days before my birthday, so yeah, that nice. made, made it. Yeah, nice. But so if that was nineteen eighty nine, ninety ninety, and it had to be drunk now, what's that? Thirty, 30 years. years. So yeah, that's that's the answer to your G five question. Yeah. So two thousand and forty to fifty. Yeah. You bought you bought it now. You could probably drink it on my at my funeral. I was just going to say, <clears throat> or you might be having it at mine. <laughs> I'll leave you mine if you leave me yours. Well, that's what you do for something like that, wouldn't you? Put it in the will. Oh, mate, I, uh, this is for Scotty. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely, you are absolutely hundred percent with that for sure. Oh, hey, um, speaking of wine, yes, I had a, I saw this you lovely go. piece on wine. Um, there isn't anything other than a lovely piece no, of well, wine. It's, this was, a, it was an article. It was an article um, by Hugh and Hook, who writes oh, about wine. Oh, I'd like these. Yes, yes. And he and he and he talks about the the use of the word wine and snob often go together. Ah, right. right. Yes. Um, being snobbery bad, discrimination good. You know, sort of. You know. Um, yep. Um, so he said there are some people that will drink anything that has the word wine on its label. <laughs> really. And there are others who are not who are more selective. Right. And I'm probably in the more selective yeah. camp. Yes. Um, so people aren't snobs just because they um, like to drink nice wine, but they are snobs if they talk about it a lot. So that <laughs> probably makes us borderline. <laughs> From my last story, I'm probably now known as a wine. Well. Snob. No, I'm, I was just a very, very lucky wine drinker <laughs> is what I was. But he said, if I choose to go to my local Italian trattoria for dinner. Oh, yes. Where they prepare wholesome food that is fresh. Yes. Uh, in preference to McDonald's, am I a food snob? Well, no. no. I would have thought you just like nice things, right? Yeah, correct. Um, but I would only be a snob if I berate others for going to the Golden Arches, well, wouldn't it's, I? Uh, correct. I mean, everybody has choice. So he says, he, says, he promotes this. He says, there's only so much alcohol a person can consume in a lifetime without coming unstuck. <laughs> so if you can't afford, you can't afford to waste Tummy space on bad wine. Oh, 100%. And I've said that. It's 100%. been my mantra. Yeah. Life's too short to drink shit wine. No, uh, 100%. Um, so, <laughs> Len Evans, who's oh, very used, very famous, esteemed, esteemed wine writer and uh, and uh, and judge and promoter and, you know, he yes, did he is. Got, yeah, all that. Yep. Um, he used to remind us, every time you drink a bad bottle of wine, it's like smashing a good one against a brick wall. Oh, it's so true. Because you've made that, de- so true. made that decision. 
You've wasted one of your finite number of opportunities to savour something special. And I'll never forget, somebody said to me, uh, don't be fooled because you've got a bottle of wine and you might have found it and it's sort of 15 or 20 years old. Because if it was Tish wine 15 or 20 years ago, it's actually not going to get any better. So um, So, um, anyway, words to live by. Uh, Life's too short. But I'm with you. You know, at the end of the day, you can, uh, everybody has choice. And, and it, you know, for, I mean, m- my dear old dad, his thing was buying trains and that was his hobby because he literally said, you know, I don't get out in the pub and I don't punt on the horses. And so that's how he chose to spend his money. So you he know? had money. <laughs> well, he had more than we, he had more than he let <laughs> on, I can tell you, on. because I've now got this said collection. They and, not cheap. Uh, they are not cheap. Not cheap. Um, and he used to wait three months for them to be shipped over from England. So, right. um, yeah. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> mum couldn't get her nails well, done. Maybe but if you sell that <laughs> motor railway collection, you could buy one of those G5s, oh, mate. Tell you what, I could buy about four of them. <laughs> I'll give you the tip. Um, but anyway, no, that's it. Oh, mate, it's, it's a very it's interesting. It's, uh, that would be a great bottle of wine to have, wouldn't oh, it? Just One really day. Put we can away. only dream. Anyway. Hi, now, mate. Cricket's back. Now, I, I know this because... Got him yet! I know, yes. But, well, we, we, we haven't been going so... Well, we had two wins in the T20, yeah, but yeah, we... And then were, we got a pants pulled in by got, the Poms. We got pantsed by the Poms. We got pants. Pants. Big time. Which is... They, they're very good at the white ball stuff. We're not. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. pretty obvious. Oh, no. We, we try and convince everybody that we are. But I know this because my eldest boy plays cricket for, yep. the, for the sub-district when he can. Yes. And he's excited to be back. He's been back at training. Oh, good. It's all very good. Good. But um, coming down to watching him. I read this article that there's been a huge surge in player registrations in the last month. Right. Um, so it's up. Registrations of juniors to play cricket are up 144%. Brilliant. And 177% amongst the girls. Brilliant. Which is even better. So we were talking the other Brilliant. week, weren't we, about Absolutely. this? Absolutely. Yeah, big time. Um, they're up all time on, on previous registrations. Fantastic. And they've got a little thing for the kids. I don't know if you've seen this called Cricket Blast, which is like the Auskick version of it. Yeah, right. Um, and they've seen their numbers double. That's so, so I think good. With, with, with the Boxing Day test coming and the Big Bash and all that on the screens, yep. um, it's it's going to be a bunter yep. summer for yep. cricket. And I love cricket, as you know, yep. so I think all, that, all that's great, great news. So the Cricket Victoria Chief Executive, Nick Cummins, said it was staggering the numbers of people joining grassroots clubs. And I think he said it was it was due to pent-up passion to play. Really? Clearly. That's so good. So this is the biggest problem now we face, finding enough ovals for these kids to play yeah, on, right? right. Okay. So where, where are you going to train? Where are you going to play? Yep. How are you going to do it? Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out, to be honest. But um, I think that's fantastic. That's um, great. And it's good to see I love kids the, the back out about the cricket. girls. Because the thing is, girls yeah, cricket. Girls cricket. Every girl, it's what I don't understand. I, I, I went past the local girls' school the other day. Yeah. Why aren't they playing cricket? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great game. Yeah, 100%. You know, and yep. I used to be a hockey player, and I know a lot of females play hockey. But yep. hockey's a good game. Yeah, but it's... me wrong. But cricket, but it, cricket's a great, a great game. game. And oh. and if you, and I don't you know, see the WBBL, yeah, have you seen it? Those, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, can they go? They can go. They can go. They would kill us. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. Literally. Well, mate, they're bowling at 100. Oh. Some of them are bowling at 135. Clicks. There was a chick the other day who was bowling, 
and the the radar said it was 150k. The radar was a bit false, it was 120. <laughs> but she looked at it and went, oh, I didn't think I was that quick. <laughs> that's Which is great. Oh, that's but they can bowl bowling fast. Uh, and they're very good with the willow. Don't worry about that. Yeah, no, very good. So I thought that's encouraging news because there's nothing better in summer, I think, personal opinion, but when you're driving around on a Saturday oh, or a Sunday and please. you see a game of cricket, yeah. I often pull over. Yeah, yeah, same. Just to check out the same. score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, don't get me well, wrong. I, I love I, it. I do it back at uh, back at the old school. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I see you that, want to, want to pass a, and have a look. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. bump I'm, into a couple of people I'm that you forever. might have seen for a I'm while. I'm forever so. stopping and you always go at the, the end to see if they're getting any turn or swing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 just great. sit on the grass. Just to mound. hear that sound of sit on bat the, on ball. Sit on the grassy knoll. The crack of the willow. <laughs> There's, you know, if it's around lunchtime, there's generally a snag being cooked. Yeah, correct. That's no, a very good thing. Smuggling a green kid. <laughs> now, the only problem with cricket we've got yes. that I noticed through the week is um, they they need someone to do their accounts properly. Right. Because uh, they've come up short in oh, one of their yes. broadcast deals. I did see that. So, does Cricket Australia's just discovered that they're missing 40 million. 40, <laughs> 40 million. 40 million. <laughs> so, um, you know. Well, Sorry about that. Wallet down the back of the couch. Yeah, you know, just pay, paid too much. Paid for too much. Didn't check the contract. Oh my goodness! How did that happen? Well, apparently they believed that their contract with the television broadcast rights into yes. the Indian market was worth one hundred and fifty. Ah, yes. But um, someone forgot to tell them that the contract was changed at the last minute yes. for less. Yes, and they didn't pick it up. Oh, just by. 40 and of course, million. they've budgeted. Yeah. For the next six years, based on this, oh. so of course now they've had to let all of the states know that we got it slightly wrong. Do you think heads might have rolled? Heads will roll over that, mate. You don't make a bungle like that uh, without uh, someone paying the price. Does that go right to the top? Have to, mate. Have to, have to, mate. Um, that's they live off that money. I mean, you can't. And grassroots cricket lives off that money, so if they get that wrong, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. That's really anyway. Bad. That's the bad side. That's that's just poor administration. Well, let me bring you nothing against the game. Let me bring you back to the good side because good. a friend of this program, yes. who uh, we in fact interviewed, um, is coming back to our fair shores, and oh, he's the now, great man. He's the great man, and he's now beefy. not he beefy. Uh, I heard him interviewed the other day. He's yep. coming back for to work on another radio station. Oh yes, and uh, a TV network. Yes. Um, and some other bits and pieces, and he's also now been named a trade ambassador of Australia. He is. Yes. Good. So, of, um, his, of his wine. So we're going to track him down. Oh, let's get him on and, and talk and about his wine. Yeah, I want to talk about his wine and just uh, what he thinks of the poms and all yeah. of that coming up. So we're going to try and grab Beefy the next couple of weeks because he's awesome. now Lord both. Is he the Earl as well uh, as a Lord? <laughs> no, but he said, you can call me Beefy or Sirloin. Sirloin. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Anyway. Very, very good. See you, mate. See you, mate.